Hello, everybody. Warren Smith here. Happy New Year and welcome to this edition of the Ministry Watch podcast. Today, I'd like to talk about our annual compensation list. Every year, at least for the past four years, we've published a list of the highest paid ministry executives. Now, I said highest paid, but in fact, we don't really know who the highest paid ministry executives are because we get our data from the Form 990, and a growing number of ministries are choosing not to file their Form 990s. We're opposed to that practice. We think that all ministries should file a Form 990. I've written a good bit about that, and you can find those articles on the Ministry Watch website. I'll link to them in the show notes for today's program. But uh, I wanted to mention that because, you know, there are likely folks out there that are getting more money than the ones on this list. We just don't know who they are. But these are the ones that we can track through the Form 990. And This list that we publish every year, and by the way, since 2021, we've published two lists, one for uh, colleges and universities and the other one for non-colleges and universities, all the other Christian ministries, and I'll say more about that in a minute. These lists get the most uh, eyeballs on our website. They, They typically are either, you know, in the top five for sure and often one or two for the year in terms of the most page views. Uh, And they also generate the most questions. And what I thought I would do today is to talk about uh, some of those questions that we get. And also I'll be posing a few questions of my own that uh, I think are appropriate to ask of these lists and of compensation in general. So let me go ahead and get started um, with some of the questions. And I'll begin today with uh, the question that we probably get the most, which is how much should ministry leaders get paid? Now, I've got to tell you that my answer to that question is I don't know. The amount of money that a ministry leader gets paid should be determined by the board of trustees or the board of directors for that ministry. However, I do know that donors have a right to have this information. If a ministry does not release this information through their Form 990 or maybe their annual report, um, it's Ministry Watch's strong recommendation that you not give money to that ministry. So we think that it's um, appropriate for ministry leaders to get paid fairly. Um, if you're running a you know $100 million Christian ministry, that takes real skill. And uh, you don't want a rookie in that job. You want somebody that's seasoned, who has experience, who likely would have good opportunities in the private sector, and you've got to pay that person appropriately. But whatever you pay them, we think that donors have a right to know that. Okay, well, some people might be saying, I get that, but some of the salaries on the Ministry Watch list are really big. David Cirillo, for example, topped our list this year. He made $4.5 million. Uh, We've written about David Cirillo in the past and the Inspiration Networks. Uh, And in fact, I should say that since we published this list, a new Form 990 for Inspiration Ministries has been 
uh, released, and Cirillo actually made $9.4 million in the latest fiscal year. Uh, that's pretty remarkable given that the Inspiration Networks took in less than $40 million in total revenue. In fact, the 19 highest paid uh, Inspiration Ministries executives made more than $21 million. Uh, in other words, more than half of the organization's income went to pay for just these 19 executives. But once again, we think that our role is not to judge how much is too much, but simply to make this information plain and available uh, and highlight the outliers and then let donors and stakeholders uh, decide for themselves. Another question I got was, are there any other outliers on the list other than David Cirillo? And the answer to that question is yes. Charles Pierce of Glory of Zion Ministries made more than $2 million, which is a lot uh, for a ministry the size of the one that he leads. It's also worth noting that Foxworth Chad uh, made more than a half a million dollars also working for Glory of Zion as the pastor travel assistant. Uh, we've written about Glory of Zion in the past, and uh, I'll have a link to Kim Roberts' article about them in the show notes for today's program. Also wanted to mention that Dr. Charles Stanley, who died last year at age 90, made more than $600,000 uh, during the last year of his life. Late great Planet Earth author Hal Lindsey is now 94 years old, but he was paid $470,000 by his ministry, and his wife, JoLynn Lindsey, made more than $750,000. So yeah, a couple of more outliers on our list. Now, I mentioned earlier that we published two lists, one for ministries and one for colleges and universities, and I got some questions about why we do that. Well, the first year we included colleges and universities in our database, which was 2021, they dominated the list, and it became obvious that college and university executives were of a somewhat different species, and they needed their own list, in part because of big college athletics. We discovered that uh, coaches were dominating the top of the list. Um, some coaches were making $5 million or more. And it just didn't seem, you know, exactly appropriate to compare, you know, the coach of Baylor's football team uh, to a an evangelism ministry. And we wanted to make sure that, you know, we were doing more of an apples to apples comparison. So we broke up those two lists. And that's why we have both a college and university list and a ministry list. Regarding the college and university list, we every year get questions about at least a few colleges, and those colleges typically are Baylor, Hillsdale, and Grove City. Uh, we get asked why those colleges are on our college list. Now, they are not, strictly speaking, Christian colleges, at least some of our readers say, and they don't require faculty, for example, to sign statements of faith, and their connections to Christian denominations are either non-existent or tenuous. Again, why include them on the list? Well, first of all, let me say that those are really good points, and I take them pretty seriously. However, it's important to remember that Ministry Watch exists primarily to serve Christian donors. And whatever you might think of these colleges, uh, they have many thousands of Christians uh, who send their children and their dollars uh, to them every year. So we include uh, those colleges and a few others on our list that might not, strictly speaking, uh, you know, fit all of the parameters for the um, 
uh, for the uh, Coalition of Christian Colleges and Universities, but who nonetheless um, are recipients of evangelical dollars and uh, students. So we think that it's appropriate to include them on the list. Another ministry that sort of falls into that category uh, on the, um, not on the college and university list, but on the ministry list is the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews, or IFCJ. Uh, They are definitely not a Christian organization, but many thousands of evangelical Christians donate to this ministry, in large part because IFCJ advertises really heavily on Christian radio and television. Again, donors deserve to see this this financial information on this organization and, and also to understand the close relationship that IFCJ has with many nonprofit Christian networks. We've written um, a fairly lengthy story about IFCJ and their relationship to evangelicals and evangelical institutions. And once again, I will link to that story in today's show notes. Another question that I get is that, as uh, from folks who notice that we don't have financial information for the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, for Crew, which is uh, formerly known as Campus Crusade for Christ, and a number of other large Christian organizations. Now, once again, um, I'll mention that we get our information from the Form 990s. The organizations file these uh, Form 990s annually, but uh, Billy Graham, Crew, and a number of others um, have stopped filing their Form 990s. They've gotten themselves reclassified as a church or an association of churches, and uh, that allows them to not file uh, those Form 990s. We think that this is a dangerous practice and a serious compromise of these organizations' assertions of transparency and financial integrity. I can only repeat here my assertion er- the earlier that if an organization does not release its Form 990, we recommend that you not donate to that organization. Well, um, these are just a few of the questions that I've gotten over the past week or so since we've published this list. Uh, I I find your questions helpful and interesting as we try to refine uh, our processes here at Ministry Watch. I hope you found my answers to these questions helpful. And by all means, if you have questions of your own, I hope you'll share them with me. Uh, If you get our daily emails, and I'm assuming that probably most of you listening to this do, just hit the reply button on the daily emails. Those come directly back to me. They don't go to a blind box. They come straight to me. I see every one of them. Uh, I try to respond to everyone. If I don't respond, you know, in 24 hours or so, hit me again. (laughs) It might mean that I'm on vacation or traveling or, you know, just super busy, but I do intend, it's my goal to respond to every question that I get. So um, you can hit the reply button, or you can just email me directly. My email address is wsmith at ministrywatch.com. Before we close, I'd like to thank um, those of you who gave to Ministry Watch uh, as part of our year-end giving campaign. Uh, As I'm recording this, uh, it is Tuesday the 9th, and uh, we don't have all of our numbers in yet. We're still checking the mail. We're getting a few checks still uh, postmarked December 31, but we had a goal of about $117,000, and we have exceeded that goal uh, for 2023. I'm really grateful for those of you who gave to us last year, and um, 
And I can promise you that uh, we will do our best to uh, honor your uh, gift and honor the Lord with the work that we do in 2024. So thank you very much. I'd also like to thank Rich Rosel and Jeff McIntosh for producing today's program. A special word today uh, to Stephen DeBerry, who helps me compile these annual lists. He is uh, kind of my data guy extraordinaire. And uh, when I uh, want to plumb the depths of our database, which is which is, by the way, a very rich mine at this point of data, Stephen is the guy that I go to. He's the one that pulls the list of um, of all the ministry compensation uh, data, and then I sort of take it from there and, and create the final list that, that we end up publishing. But I absolutely couldn't do it without Stephen. So Stephen DeBerry, thank you so much. Others that uh, provide technical and editorial assistance to Ministry Watch include Casey Suddeth, Christina Darnell, uh, and Kim Roberts. I'm Warren Smith, your host, and until Friday when Natasha and I will be back with you with our weekly roundup, May God bless you.